0: Now for something completely different.
1: Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears.
2: Well, we're back, and so soon can't be a week already. <laughs> I think it might be, but moving swiftly on, we've got Alid chatting to the one and only Priyanka.
0: That's so exciting. Uh, don't touch that door. Stick with us for the next hour.
2: Yeah, this is Shout Out, your fave LGBTQI plus show. As we had harmonies, Terry.
0: Well, wow, that was quite good, wasn't <laughs> it? I'm quite impressed with that harmony, actually. Yeah, me too.
2: Yes. It was almost like we'd uh, rehearsed it, but we had not We're just, we're just that good at radio. Just to
3: do a sort of like humble barbershop quartet, could not we?
2: Twin <laughs> Twintet, Twi- twin indeed. How is everybody?
3: We're yes. well. I'm fine. Are you I, all right, Terry? Yes, I'm not too bad at all. Yeah, yes. I, your mic's at it again. Is it is a bit quiet? I need to get really nice and close <laughs> to it. You need to chew on that. The late great Kenny Everett used to say that uh, with microphones you have to make love to them, and you have to go right up close like this. And we all know what Mr. Kenny Everett loved.
2: <laughs> um <laughs> well. I was gonna say get as radio. close to it as you would in ninety nine. He loved radio. He did yes, love he did. radio, yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Very good he sort of pioneered that sort of cut up. Yeah. He was on time. Caroline, is that right? With Tony Blackburn?
0: Or was he? No, that no, he was on L. Radio L. London, which was Big anchored L. a few okay. miles
3: away from Caroline. And in then the he went to um He joined Radio One. Yep. But b- before they started Radio One, in fact, Kenny Everett co-built with Tony Blackburn the Radio One studio because the BBC didn't know how to build a top forty radio station. They no. were very old-fashioned. So. It's quite a sexy studio
0: when you look back at the old photos as well. It's it's pretty sexy. nice. That's three three record levers. decks, Terry. Three record
2: decks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whatever floats your pirate radio. Yeah, right.
0: Exactly. Those were the days. Those were the days. Yeah. Well, usually the North Sea. <laughs> no, yeah, usually. Yeah, usually the North see mm. um, we, as well as Priyanka um, mm. Alid tracked Priyanka down <laughs> uh, well done Alid so that's coming up later can't wait for that um, we got Sean from uh, Brigstow they've got a new initiative coming up so we'll be having a chat with Sean any moment now this is Shout Out Shout Out LGBT radio for you the Shout Out podcast Shout out. Or Whitney, was that mm. gay enough for you? That was pretty gay. And it's taking <laughs> me back to 1987. I'd say uh, that was wonderful. probably one of the gayest songs I remember it when library. I was
2: two. Yeah. So I prefer oh, yeah. it's always oh, one,
3: isn't I know. In there. I know. <laughs> yeah. Just, Just to rub you. our nose yeah. it? a little yeah. bit, but yes.
0: Now, Sean Horrigan from Brigstow has popped along. Now, you've got a new initiative, Sean, um, for
4: trans youth. Tell us all about it. Yeah, hi Steph, thank you very much for having me on again. It's been uh, It's been a little while, I don't think it's been since before lockdown. Uh, but yeah, yeah uh, I'm here to talk about a new project that we've been doing. So those of you who know who Briggs are, we've been doing uh, HIV support for the last 25 years. Um, one of our biggest projects over the last eight years has been providing peer support for people who live with HIV. So matching people who are newly diagnosed with people who, uh, who have been experienced of living with it and helping them to learn from each other and this has been so successful that we are starting to roll out our model to other health conditions like type 2 diabetes and uh, long covid is one of our latest ones but we're now moving beyond just health conditions and we're also moving into protected characteristics so this is things like uh, gender age sexuality and so on and we're really excited to announce that we're going to be working with the university of bristol to provide peer support for students of the university who identify as either trans or non-binary and that's going to be starting in september So you would like to invite people to get involved, is that right? Absolutely. So what we are, we've mostly finished the design of the project, but what we now need to do is make sure that this is a project that people are going to want to see. So we're making a call out to the trans and non-binary community in Bristol and asking you to get involved by joining us uh, to take part in a focus group where we're going to talk about the way the program's going to work, uh, how we're going to provide the support. And we really want to know about your experiences of being trans and non-binary in Bristol where you get your support what has helped you and uh, that's really going to help us to inform sort of how we provide the support for students who are either at university of bristol already or might just be coming to university of bristol and coming to bristol for the first time as well and it's going to be a really scary place to to come if uh Uh, if you're
0: not used to it it's uh, a bit of hand-holding isn't it i guess
4: um are you going to be working with
0: ue as well considering that's sort of their uh, campuses
4: you you cannot see sean's expression then but (laughs) it was priceless (laughs) Uh, we're not currently working with ue no Um, hopefully if this project at university of bristol works well we would love to push it out Mm. for ue too uh, but I think one of the things we're going to be doing with the University of Bristol is this is the first project of its kind like this, as far as we're aware oh, okay. and so hopefully if it turns out to be effective in University of Bristol mm-hmm. we'll go to UE, Bath, Manchester, Liverpool we'll oh, go to every wow. university in the okay. country if we can okay. and get this model put in there Excellent. I was about to say
2: it sounds very unique um, and you shared there that it's, it's the first of its kind how, how did it come about?
4: Uh, So our model of support has really, really helped people uh, with long-term health conditions get the confidence, knowledge, and ability to manage their own life where they can. Mm. And it's just something that's almost universally uh, universally applicable if people are in really difficult situations. The reason we uh, chose a trans project specifically is because there was a uh, report from... Uh, I've forgotten their name. Bear with me one second. Uh, Stonewall, sorry, first time I've ever forgotten their name. But uh, no problem. Stonewall re- uh, released a report on the experience of trans uh, students at university mm. about in 2018. And what they found is the amount of uh, abuse, both physical and verbal, was just uh, just incredibly unnecessary. There was a lot of discrimination against the students who identified in that way. And it's just there's lots of barriers being put up uh, against them to be just the person that they are and uh, things like being able to use their preferred name and getting it changed on documents and things like that, just people respecting their pronouns and, as I said, just people respecting Mm. who these people actually are
2: and university is such a difficult time for a lot of students and of course through lockdown the university or sort of educational setting was completely transformed and became something that nobody could have predicted sort Mm. of unprecedented and i've spoken with some students who who are trans non-binary um queer um and and it was a really really tough time to go from the educational setting interlocked and then back out Mm. in into um an in-person learning environment and i think there's going to be people that you know are coming into university at 18 who who don't know what to expect and if they're lgbtqi plus it's already a really frightening time for example dead naming um mm. i know that that's a that's a really really difficult um subject for lots of trans people because if they haven't changed their name legally they get dead named fairly regularly Mm. um you know even if that's on exam papers and that can be really really triggering um for some for some people regardless of age um so it sounds like there's going to be a lot of really positive work that's going to go on with yourselves and with these young people and of course at that age they're they're very vulnerable as well to, to bullying
4: they are. And one of the effects of all this stuff that happens with them in university is trans students have a far, far higher rate of dropping out of university yeah. before completing it. Mm-hmm. If you think about that, that's just going to affect their entire future, yes. both socially, but also professionally. It's yeah. just going to put them at a massive dita- disadvantage by being, mm. having these experiences so young. And it's one of the great things about University of Bristol is they've really recognised this. Uh, What they want to do and what they've said is like their goals for this project is they really want to improve the Mm well-being of their trans and non-binary students. They really want to reduce the dropout rates. They, They want them to feel comfortable and part of the university. And they just want to try and remove as many of the barriers and obstacles that these people are facing in order to make sure that university is just a fantastically positive experience for them in the way it is for so many other people.
2: Absolutely. And I think also it's about people being able to say if they're uncomfortable, if they're feeling they're being discriminated mm. against, targeted, bullied, mm. uh, feeling able, there is a, able to know that there is a safe space to share that. So this all sounds fantastic. How can people get involved, Sean?
4: absolutely so we are going to be running a focus group Uh, we're doing one for students and if you are a student at university of bristol and you have a look around the uni there will be uh, posters about the focus group uh, for you guys But what uh, I'm looking for at the moment is not necessarily students, but community members of Bristol, of the trans and non-binary community. We need you because you're the ones experienced of of, uh, living in the situation in Bristol. So you've got all the knowledge we need. And we'd like to invite you to come along to a focus group on Thursday, the 16th of June. So that's next Thursday between 6.30 and 8.00. And if you want to find out how to uh, register for it, you can uh, register on Eventbrite. If you go onto our Twitter page, which is at Peer Partnership, uh, the pinned tweet at the top is uh, it, it says, are you trans or non-binary? Have a look at that. There's a link in there. It'll take you straight through to Eventbrite. Just register, answer a few questions. And also anyone who does take part in this, uh, you'll also be getting a £15 uh, voucher, high street voucher, uh, if you complete it, just as a small thank you for helping us to provide this support.
0: That's Sean, fantastic. Thank you for coming
4: thank along. Thank you guys thank so you much. Sean. Thank you.
0: The Shout Out Podcast. Okay, Bush, and that's back in the charts. Can you believe that? Sorry, I out of breath.
2: I got so involved I was running up a hill, but I got back in time. <laughs> that's how professional. Yeah, it is back, back in the charts. First time yeah. ever that it's got to such a high number in the yeah. charts. And for why is it back in the
0: charts?
2: Stranger things yes. are happening in
0: the uh, upside down. Yes, indeed,
3: of course. Indeed.
0: Yeah. Um are we going to do news now? No, right. Are you we ready? Are. Yeah. Okay. We're ready. Three, two, one. Yeah.
2: This is Shoutout News on Thursday, 9th of June.
3: In a lengthy piece for the US magazine Psychology Today, Jenna Pincott examines extremism in the country and where conspiracy theorists, the far right, and the anti gay, anti Semitic left get their emotional energy from one insight is that in her words high chaos types who promulgate online hate are people who quote have an intense need for social dominance they're angry that they're not on top and whilst the democratic most strongly represented in this is right-wing males who have not obtained a college degree the far left was also represented in her essay pink looks at how different chemicals in the brain reward anger and how the sense of moral outrage is exploited by extremist ideologues finally she suggests ways of de-escalating and winning people away from extremism the best way to reach those with extremist ideas she says is by attending to their underlying psychological need to be seen and heard julia minson an associate professor of public policy at the harvard kennedy school of government has done some research on conflict which is used in depolarization workshops around the country and centers on conversational receptiveness she says People don't change their views when presented with the facts, but they change when they feel the other side is listening. So if you're receptive, they tend to be receptive too.
2: The UK's largest LGBTQI plus lobby group Stonewall has warm words of encouragement at the start of the traditional Pride month. In the year that Pride in London marks its 50th anniversary, they note that most people polled support equally for our communities. Equality, sorry, for our communities. Stonewall points out homo, bi, transphobia is now restricted to a tiny intolerant minority. But a loudmouth minority of the far-right extremist homophobic left religious hate groups and misguided radical feminists can. Stonewall notes, cause problems for LGBTQI plus people as they try to hijack discourse. Therefore, the organisation urges people to get involved in their local pride to go along and show solidarity. But also, people can download Stonewall's landmark survey to mark the half-century of Pride London. And from the workplace to the clubbing scene, Stonewall has ideas for people to show that the community is strong and united. So visit stonewall.org.uk for further info.
3: Gypsy, Roma and Traveller History Month is here, taking place throughout the month of June. Although not yet formally recognised by the government, the awareness-raising month is modelled on Black History Month and LGBT Plus History Month, and helps tackle prejudice, challenge myths and to amplify the voices of Gypsies, Roma and Traveller communities in wider society. It's coordinated by the network Families and Friends of Travellers which is based in the community-based centre in Brighton. Resources are available free to download at gypsy-traveller.org. Meanwhile LGBT plus Traveller Pride is a network for people whose identity intersects both communities of travellers and that of being LGBT They blog nearly every day and maintain a very well-designed website of resources at all the w's lgbttravellerpride.com
2: Shoutout loves grassroots radio in these days. There is a great deal of it across the UK. Our colleagues in the hospital radio movement, which started in the 1950s, are perhaps the oldest examples of volunteer-led broadcasting in Britain, apart from a few early pirates that operated in the early days of broadcasting. The Hospital Broadcasting Association, which represents all 250 hospital stations, has tweeted its support for Pride Month as we move into June. The HBA says that hospital radio is a welcoming environment for people of all sexualities and genders and we will continue to support our member stations and volunteers to ensure equality is at the heart of what we do.
3: In sports news, Michael Gunning, who has represented Team Jamaica at recent Swimming World Championships, speaks about his acceptance as a gay man in the sport and the support he has received from his Jamaican fellow athletes in a new podcast for the series Pride House, a regular publication available on many major pod platforms. Mr Gunning was speaking with the podcast ahead of the Commonwealth Games to be held in Birmingham. He came out in 2018 on a reality television programme and believes that the international media has a role to play in breaking down barriers. Mr Gunning said, in countries like Jamaica, coming out is a big thing. It should be a celebratory moment, but we know that around the world it's not yet. I'm glad the youth of today have TV shows and different sources they can learn from and relate to. And if you're an ally, educate yourself in Pride Month. The African Caribbean British newspaper The Voice welcomed Gunning's openness about his sexuality and said that the Pride House podcast also addressed the history of JFLAG, the main LGBTQ plus advocacy organisation in Jamaica.
2: And finally, BBC Three Television, the Free to View channel, which has recently returned to live TV at Freeview 23, has announced a new game by men's dating show provisionally titled I Kissed a Boy. London-based internet station Queerly Radio reports that the host of the programme is to be Danny Minogue, younger sister of pop princess Kylie and singer of numerous dance music and gay club hits including the infectious Who Do You Love Now? released to a loyal LGBT plus clubbing crowd in 2003. In the new dating show, 10 young men will be taken to Europe and invited to try a kiss with a man who is matched to them. However, full details of the programme have yet to be
3: announced. Mm, we'll see what it's like. Indeed. Now, for these new stories and more, we update our website every day. You can pop along to shoutoutradio.lgbt.
2: For our Shoutout News, this has been Ezra Peregrine
3: And Terry Starr. Shout out news, national
0: and international LGBT news for you. Shout out LGBT radio for you. The shout out podcast. The classic that is a night to remember, and you're remembering this one, yeah. Shalimar, now. What you've all been waiting for.
1: Alid with Priyanka. Uh, uh, hi, our uh, hi. Hi. Uh, uh, radio <laughs> listeners. You're joined with me, Alid, and I am so excited that I am joined by winner of season one of Canada's Drag Race. What's her name?
0: Priyanka! Priyanka!
5: Hi, everyone. Good morning, good night, good evening to you and yours. So let's get, like, straight to it. How are
1: you, first off? How are you? How are you
5: doing? I am so good. I am living my pop star dreams over here. Um, I find like I feel like I'm upgrading my shows. Like that's what I've been working on this la- last year. Like last year, I lip synced all of my shows because I thought that's what drag queens do. And I was nervous to sing live because like I'm like a newish singer, I guess you could say. Even though it's weird that I have a full like EP out there, but. Anyways. So, the Vivian was like, you are a good singer. Like, you have to start singing live. And I was like, yeah, but I'm nervous that, like, I can't hear myself and I can't sing right. And then she's like, this is the equipment that you you need. Buy it. Bring it around with you. And you'll be able to sing live anywhere. So, because of the Vivian, now I'm a live singing diva.
1: Yes. So, I was just about to ask, so, like, you won Canada's Drag Race, like, the very first season. You were only, uh-huh. like, a handful of queens who were the first one to walk into the workroom to then win their season as well. Um, and that was back in 2020, and that was July 2020. So, that was, like, way deep into the pan D at that point. So, like, since then, just, like, how has it exploded for you in these two years?
5: It's been, like, shocking. That's the best way to describe it. It's, like, one of those things where I think that, like, when you have a platform and you have, you know, a lot of goals and a lot of dreams. Like, I'm just such a dreamer and I just really, really want things to happen for me. So I just used it and I was, like, let me just hit the ground running and do all these things. And it's been As you see, it's been amazing. Like, I was just over in the UK for Drag Fest, and I I performed there when when my EP Taste Test first came out last summer. And it was a lot of people just coming to see me based off of Canada's Drag Race, while wanting to see me do I Drove All Night, the lip sync, you know, like all those kind of drag racing things. Iconic lip sync, by the way, to
1: the point where, like, I DJ in some local Bristol venues. And I play, I drove all night And the only reason they request that song Is because of you
5: Isn't that fucking cool? Um, So I I literally like Went to um, Dragfest and then like I came back and everyone knew the words To every single song And it was like all the other ones Not just come through Even though I love come through It's one one of my favourites And I was like This is amazing So I feel like as hard as i've worked in my reign and after my reign the 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 the, the fans are giving me everything back so we all yeah. work hard together
1: Com- like completely i think and when we look at the franchises of drag cuz like it's going to get to the point where it's going to become every pride like every town is going to have their own season of drag race soon yeah. uh, i think you are like up there in terms of fan favorites, I think when I speak to most people, like you are, like, you know, you say Priyanka and they like, you don't need to ask them like, what's her name, like they de- <laughs> de- like they definitely know it. Um, something
5: like something happened. Like, like I definitely was very like popular on my season and then I won and then I continued to be popular but then with the winter season that just came out I became more popular because <laughs> now people are coming up to me and they like know things off of my story like yeah. I was sick last week I didn't have COVID I went to get tested I was like what do I have? do I have monkey pox? what's wrong with me <laughs> and I had so many, like, fans come up to me and be like, okay, I saw that you were drinking that tea, and you got that vitamin drip, and I was like, oh my god, everyone's, like, really paying attention now.
1: Yeah, they really, really are, they really are. And I think that's probably because of, like, what you kind of, like, what you stand for, and, you know, like, there's so many talks within kind of, like, the Drag Race fandom about representation, and having different representations there, and being like the first Indian heritage winner, I think, which is different to the norm that we've seen on the previous seasons of the race. I think that speaks volumes and that must have had an impact on you, like that representation there for your heritage and to be able to unashamedly show that on the show, especially when you came back to crown the season two winner that must speak volumes to those people that are watching that, that are like uh, you. Have you had people, like, your DMs must be, like, buzzing right off.
5: Yeah, I mean, I just recently posted this video in, in my show, which I'll do at Bristol Pride. Um, I bring somebody on stage and I give them a lap dance to my song Afterglow, and the guy that I gave a lap dance to in London, England he took the microphone and was like can I say something I was like uh oh where is this gonna go and he was we basically all drag
1: queens left their microphone uh-oh. being
5: taken oh <laughs> oh someone's calling me how do I hang up do you hear this is it RuPaul <laughs>
1: uh are you free for season two of queens of the universe
5: I know right how do I delete this? Sorry, everyone, this phone call. We'll, we'll cut this out, I think. Stop ringing. Okay, good. Oh, my God. It's like <laughs> a screen killer. It's like, what's your favorite scary movie? I'm like, RuPaul's Drag Race. God, um, it's coming from... me. <laughs> um, But yeah, so, so he took to my microphone. He asked. I said yes. He took it, and he was like, I am half Indian, and you winning Canada's Drag Race, you don't know what that means for people like us. And i like i do know what it means but when you get so wrapped up in the world of trying to work and make videos and write songs and like your are touring like you do lose sight of your impact and i think like a lot of humans do in general yeah. like like you have an impact on people the people listening have an impact on people and i think that like as a whole yes representation is important but like as a whole like us good-hearted humans need to give ourselves some credit for the for how happy we make people because we forget.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think you make a lot of people happy. And like I, you know that your season was insane, and it's uh, you're one of my favorite winners. Like you've been on my Bristol Pride hit list for like, well, for the past two years. I'm like, as soon as I can get Priyanka, I'm getting her. Um, and, like, you know, to the point where, like, you wear it well, like, your verse is one of my favorite verses. I think you came and did a show in Bristol in September, uh, yeah. and you clocked me in the crowd. Yes. And then yes. like your dragmack Stacey came over and was like, You didn't miss a beat. I was like, It's my favorite one. It's like my top yeah. five most played songs on like Spotify <laughs> Rap last year. But since then you've obviously dropped Taste Test and that's just gone massive and uh you know, come through with over five million views. Like the reaction of Taste Test, how has that been? That I
5: mean, I released it kind of feeling like not really certain of how it was going to go. Obviously, I wanted to release pop music. And obviously, I put all my blood, sweat, and tears into the project, as I do with everything that I do. But when I saw the impact of Cake, when first Cake, when Cake first came out, and then I'm Busy came out, and then when Come Through hit and Lemon's Verse came out, and it went viral, I was like, I know the BFF necklace. I was like, this is what I thought was going to happen with that specific verse. And that's why it's important to like include your friends in your projects. Like during Canada's Drag Race, Lemon was the person who was like, you're gonna win this thing. And like, I'm here to help you win, but also be an icon myself. But like, I just believe that you're here. And I was like, you are so selfless yeah to like be in this competition for a hundred thousand dollars after spending so much money on your own package to be like i want you to win um and seeing her you know getting eliminated first off of um u k versus the world but then having this like giant success for um come through I was like this is what the success of music is like this collaboration this like love people love us together people know we lo- love each other so seeing her blow up for that is my favorite because now like people know she's a rapper and, like that's a yeah. fact now it's so cool
1: it is really cool and i like i wasn't at drag fair uh, i wasn't at drag con in la but i saw the videos and her reaction on that pink carpet was just She got one of the biggest reactions and I think so many people and even the fandom at times of Drag Race I think spend so long or so much energy trying to bring people down that when we see queens of the season like sharing their wealth, sharing their love, sharing their, their respect after they've won and like having that family and that sisterhood. We all need that. There's enough people in this world to bring down queer people. We shouldn't be doing it to ourselves, right?
5: 100%. I think that the main problem with a lot of people is that, like, whenever somebody is successful, it makes them hold up a mirror to themselves. And whenever they hold up that mirror and they feel like they're not doing enough, they tend to take it out on the successful person because they just want more for for themselves. That's what I've realized working in this industry with fans. It's just the way it goes. It's 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 a sad reality, but like whenever I get jealous I just like use them as inspiration and like be like, okay that feeling of jealousy is just a destruction of my joy. So take it and just use it to inspire yourself to work harder. As Kim Kardashian says, put in the work. Yes, 100%. So let's get on to Bristol Pride. We're like
1: nearly a month now until Bristol Pride is happening. It's back after... It's properly back in person and... Oh. Um, And you are the headline slot at the 6 p.m. on that Saturday.
5: Um, Are you excited? I'm... I just think, like... I... Okay, so obviously I'm excited. I just think that, like, it is so... I want everyone to know that, like, I know that I'm an icon. I work hard to be an icon. But headlining this stage like tomorrow i'm headlining a pride in canada and then i'm headlining this pride and headlining that pride and, head- and i'm like this is my like this is wild and I, I look at the bill and i see that like carly Rae Jepson's is going to be there as well like us canadian girls just have it <laughs> um, yeah but i'm excited because i've totally revamped my show i'm singing live now my dancers are coming with me it's going to be like massive and it's like a big show. It's like has a storyline top to bottom. There's covers in there. There's audience interactions. It's like so. It's a, such a good show. I'm so proud of it.
1: Oh, I am super, super pumped, super pumped. And speaking of come through, obviously, <laughs> oh. like Bristol Pride isn't. Uh, you know, we're a charity. We have budget, so we can't afford to bring lemon over for that verse. So if you need a UK lemon. Like, I think you're sitting right in front of me. <laughs> well, that's what I was implying. Like, I I will be in drag on the day, and I'm hosting you, so I'm bringing you on. So I'm already going to be beat. So like, it's going to be. So if you need someone to come out, even if it's just to do that bit of the move, like, I'm there. Like, I the understudy.
5: More... Yeah, yeah. That's you're the I'm understudy. About. I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> Well, we'll Probably. put you to the test. If you care about what you wish for, we'll put you to the test.
1: Well, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's got over 5 million streams on Spotify and I'm pretty sure that half of them is just me. Yeah, then the other half is me, so. Yeah, yeah, it's just okay. us two. Like,
5: you just up yourself? Up? How the hell are you supposed to love somebody else? Can I get
1: an amen? Yes, amen, 100%. Now, real Priyanka, um, thank you so much for, like, You know, as your song says, you are busy. So thank you so much for taking some time out and uh, joining us today. Um, But we will see each other very, very soon, right?
5: We will. I cannot wait for Bristol Pride. We're going to have so much fun. We're going to party, wear your best costume, comfy shoes. It's going to be a long day. Drink lots of water and like learn by the songs so you know what I'm performing. I think this year, for a lot of Prides, it's their first year. And I think
1: it's going to be a similar vibe. Like the Prides that I was at after the Orlando shooting happened in America, there was this extra special, like, buzz in the air of people just, like, the, re- the real reason why Pride should happen came back to people, and yeah. people stopped taking it for granted. And I, think, I agree. Yeah, and I think this year... We're gonna get a lot of that. I think uh, it's, yeah. gonna, it's gonna be off the hook of vibe. It's gonna be a completely different thing.
5: Yeah, I think like people see pride as like partying, sex, drugs, rock and roll before the pandemic and before there's been these movements, uh like these because, like, Pride is a protest. And then I think Pride became, like, a corporate sponsorship party. And now Pride seems to be going back to its roots where people are kind of understanding that, like, this is still a protest. Like, we have to apply for government grants. Some governments say no. Some smaller towns are, like, funding it themselves. Like, I'm in a city right now where the government declined that money. And their entire Pride, including the stage and me being here, is all, like donations so there's a lot of cities that aren't getting help but as you said it is kind of good and educational for us queer people to understand where where we came from because a lot of us forget and to not take it for granted
1: yeah it's going to be great so we are super pumped and i know that my personal instagram dms exploded when we announced you as the headliner they were like alid i can't what? And I'm like, you're welcome. Sorry, um, <laughs> so yeah, I like I know Bristol is pumped. So um yeah, we can't wait to have you. But yeah, like I said, thank you for taking some time out. Thank you for this lovely chat. Good chat. Um and yeah, uh, smash your shows between now and July and let's have a good time at Bristol Pride, right?
5: I can't wait. You're amazing. See you there. Love you. Love you. Bye. The Out Podcast. Podcast.
0: For more information about Shoutout Radio, visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shout-out. LGBT Radio for you. Well, there we go. That was Cindy Lauper. I love that version. That, mm, it's nice. um, a toss-up between her
3: version and Roy Orbison. Uh, and yeah. I can choose
0: it's um they're both as
3: good as one another I think I prefer the Cindy Lauper version personally yeah. she was great and a great ally as well yeah um, have you noticed
2: the, I, the um 80s are back I have noticed um I think What's brilliant is that younger people, so looking at sort of fifth, well, fourteen probably up, maybe even younger, are really starting to to look back um, at, at exactly what music was in the forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, especially the seventies and eighties, mm. and of course most more even more specifically the eighties, um, and and the fashion as well that I'm seeing. I mean, today I saw saw um, young men in bell bot- cord bell bottoms with velvet jackets and hair down to their waist.
0: Well that was also big in the 70s, uh, yes, flares absolutely. and bell bottoms yes. and I remember yeah. putting inserts into my Levi's.
2: Well we've talked about this because you couldn't believe that I did the same thing in the 90s but no. I assure you I did.
0: I must have missed that I made them myself. inserts, I'm sure you did. <laughs> well I
2: worked for a haberdashery. Oh, you know okay. I was a good sewer But yes uh, You know I just think things like Stranger Things Are having a really big impact Of course with Kate Nash's single Kate Nash <laughs> Sorry I do love you Kate Nash But I didn't mean Kate Nash I meant Kate Bush <laughs> Maybe we could get A Kate Nash Kate Bush collab That would okay. be a uh, um, Who's awesome. Kate Nash? Oh don't worry uh, <laughs> the, the, the younger um, The younger more with it listeners Will know
3: Who Kate Ooh. Nash is oh. But we all know Who Kate Bush is
2: We do we do Um, yeah so uh, do you know what my mind's gone completely blank other than as usual yeah hang on uh, nope Tell me some uh, Kate Bush Stranger songs. Stranger Things. No, Kate she Bush was songs. In that? She wasn't in it. Oh, the song was. I was going to say Running Up she? That Hill. Yeah. yeah, Running Up That
3: Hill. Yeah, That's always of Love. The yeah, yeah. And look, world.
2: and look how popular. Weathering
0: Heights. Yeah, Stranger
2: Things is, mm. and how much of that sort of music we're now seeing young people listen to. Look at all the band T shirts. I mean, band T shirts have always been big. But I'm seeing so many more come out now. And I'll wait for it. There'll be a Kate Bush uh, t shirt coming out in Urban Outfitters for the next couple of months. Mark my words. Mm. If you're listening, Urban Outfitters, that was my idea. If you've not seen it. <laughs> You know, you've got Britney. You that's the 90s. <laughs> checks
0: made payable to shout out to you, Kate. They've got Britney, did you say?
2: Yeah. So, Urban Outfitters is known for like bringing back the quirky sort of retro looking t shirts. They aren't actually retro because they've just made them, but they've had like David Attenborough, Brittany spears nsync of course david fits in with those two really well um (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah so i'm i'm loving it i'm loving all this comeback
0: right so you're kidding me an hour already
2: it sure is i'm now very very pumped for meeting priyanka on 9th of july
0: hold that bladder as however and whenever you're listening have a great week
2: for past shows go to shoutoutradio.lgbt next week we go east
0: Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Laters.
2: Shout out. LGBT radio for you.